serious because she gets irritated. Whatever irritates Kim, I like too to do. funny, mama. <laughs> so, hey, everybody, Kim. I'm sorry, girl. I was looking at the Uber Lyft person. I'm not doing this with you. I'm not. I, I'm not. I can't. I won't. Hey, y'all. How y'all doing? Welcome to Two Funny Mamas. I'm Kim Whitley, and that right there is my girl, Sherry Shepard. Okay. How come it's that right there instead of sh- oh, that's this right. person? I did say that right there. Okay, I think that bad. light is too right back there. You don't want that one. Yeah, maybe we it's should just turn it on. a halo on your hair. You look godly. Angel like because I am. Oh no, not the nasty stuff you've been talking on your show. You are not. I am so not nasty. Really? Let me pull up a couple yeah. episodes of the Sherry Shepherd show. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been watching? Yes, and usually and you know, I don't usually watch like talk shows, but yours is kind of uh addicting. The outfits, I want to see what you're wearing. I want to see what you're going to talk about because you don't do a lot of to- hot topics, but you tell stories. And um, would I'm you like me to do more hot topics? No, no, no. I didn't say change. I, see, this is the problem. Then nobody. I said I liked it. Then I start telling what I like, and then you say, "Would you like me?" And it's something that had nothing to do with what I just said. Well, because you have a you have a big effect on the show, especially because you're going to be coming on a lot. So y'all, she tried to get me to New York, to New York, y'all. She, this is her ploy to get me to move to New York. She thinks she's slick. I'm from Cleveland. I don't need that weather. I, I want you to move to New York, you and Joshua, and maybe Andre. If he's right, we have know, to bring Andre. We got to bring Andre. Is working on world dominion do, domination. But I, my goal is to get you to New York. It doesn't work. I can put the ring light on. Yeah. No, it's I love okay. That. What? What wall is that? Is that Edie's wall? I'm in Edie's office. I like that blue. Wallpaper. That's That's wallpaper? Mm -hmm. That's the color blue I was talking about for your green wall. Take that little piece of wall. Edie, you got some extra wallpaper. Our set design. They printed it on a printer here. What? I know. Yes. We're going to try to, we're going to try to, we're going to try to, we're going to try to do that color. I like that color. Did you just put, this is the problem with people being on a talk show. She's used to 100,000 lights in her face. You put her back on our small but uh, successful podcast and now it's not bright enough for her. If you pick up one more light and put it in your face. Look at Edie turning her lights and everything. (laughs) It was just fine. Okay, let me turn off the light. Let me go back to regular. It was just fine. Um, you all are so good to to be on here and talk to everybody. Hey, Chris. What's up, Kim? Sherry, how's it going? Well, I missed you. Oh, Chris, I'm so sorry. Hey, no, Chris. no, finish what you were saying. I look at my. I, were I, you saying you so missed fun. me? I, no, not you. Uh, <laughs> damn. No, this is what's so funny. If I take off this hat, the hair will come off with it. No, go French. Do a French beret with the wig. <laughs> do it okay. to the side. If I well, do that, to that wig to the side, you know, the wig is falling off with the hat. You're so, See, I, but you you got to pull the wig forward and then put the hat on. No, you know? I'm not. If I pull this, yeah, up, that's, that's wee wee belly. 
Oh, good grief. Oh, <laughs> now put the hat on, dude. Okay. Now you look like Walking Dead lady. <laughs> oh, that shout is out, hilarious. Shout out to Michonne. Okay. Okay, now pull it to the Wee Wee Vari. Yes. Yes. Accoutrement. Now you look like one of the Mary Jane girls. <laughs> In my house. This ain't right. Dara's like, just that ain't that ain't right at all. Your Dara lighting's you? going oh, yeah, like, you too. Ray, you gotta say your whole name like Lisa Ray. Dare Joy is Dare Joy is your first name. That is the first name. That's Israel. Or did you make that up? Is your mean, name? That's because your middle mama, name is Joy. Your middle name is Joy. So so if I told people call me Kim Elizabeth, <laughs> you call me Kim Elizabeth. Kimmy Beth. Kimmy Beth. Yeah. Okay. You look very pretty. I don't. Oh, you were sweet. I don't think the side French thing worked. Well, before you know we get into before we get into um, looks better than what it was. Oh, the youngin said it looks better. Before we get into, so I just want to make a comment, Chris. I need you to play something for me. And hello, Chris Denman. Yes. Oh, you ain't wore your hair like that. I like that hair. Go ahead. All right. What? You know what Gary with the T called me? He said I look like Mary Wilson from the Supremes. Oh, not. <laughs> Don't spit that out. You didn't say that. That looked great. Yeah, that light looks great. He sure did. He said, I look like Mary Wilson from the Supremes. He said, that's the way she, Mary Wilson always wore her hair. But well, at least he can call you Marva Staples. Mavis Staples. Oh that's what John would call me when I wear a wig like that. He was like, Mavis, Mavis Staples. Mavis Staples. That's such a, it, oh, that's just so disrespectful. It's so disrespectful. I I, I have to say uh, this, I'm going to my second week uh, for the Sherry show. And you bless me to have really, really knock it out the box ratings, Kim, when you appeared on the show. The ratings were through the roof. Um, everybody was raving about you. I said, what about me? What about me? That doesn't sound like and you, it, Sherry. <laughs> no, I said it a little bit more forcefully. Like, <laughs> what about me? Uh, it was, they that, it was that skirt and that jean top you had on. Well, no, ahead. you you knocked it out the box, my friend. Uh, the yeah. ratings were through the roof. And so I want to say thank you, Kim. So much so the audience loves you and they want you back. They want you back. So we got, we just have some ideas. Of hold, on, hold, hold, on, hold up, hold up. Y'all not in LA, that's across the country. You're not even yeah, like so, in the middle of the country. So like I have to I, fly a plane yes and they think they're trying to get you over at the talk see they're trying to make you a regular on the talk that's not going to happen if i got to call cheryl underwood myself <laughs> that's not going to happen okay? cheryl, talk. i need you to move to new york together. you're not tight like me and you and i need you, you know to come we to tight because you left me and went to new york i told cheryl i was like what you doing you want to go on a girl's trip so me and cheryl gonna start hanging <laughs> sherry do you want to see what Kim does with her new best friend, Andre, while she's watching your show? Yeah, I would like to get a little uh, picture of how Kim, what she does now, when she watches. Would you like, would you like this to be full? I think we're going to go full screen because the way it is. So just a heads up, yes. we're going to, we'll play this. Go ahead. So before you play it, can I say something, Chris? Mm -hmm. uh, the, the, they're trying to. 
announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, Targeted electronic newsletter. Experienced sales representation. For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. Different camera angles. And so some of the camera angles made my hands look a little bit uh, larger than they normally are. My it made mom. my arm look a little bit larger. So this is why I'm very thankful that my friends such as Kim Whitley, Nisi, uh, Garcelle will look and, and call me and say, friend, this is what's going on. Text me, friend, this is what's going on. Uh, I didn't quite I get that. Ne- I don't never put time. friend in front of it. I'd be like, hey, don't do that again. Okay, well, that's not what you said. So I want Chris to show what I got. That arm got long and that hand got big. Catches me. Look at it! Okay, John, fix that. Look at it! Fix that hand! Oh, Jesus, stop! Stop! Okay, I gotta stop. I can't take it. My mom texted me about that. Oh, God, that was one of our best laughs. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, Sherry. Every time you put your hand down, Andre was going, oof, oof. I'm sorry, it was the funniest. And that was Amy. She was crying so hard. She was laughing. She was crying. She couldn't even talk because your hand was so big and Andre kept making sound effects. I'm sorry. It was hysterical. So you didn't hear now one thing I said on Hot Topics. 
if, if Sherry, if you, I don't think anybody heard you that day. Everyone was tweeting about it. It was hilarious. I'm sorry. I know it's, it's it, they should have, the cameraman saw that. <laughs> they saw that big old giant swollen arm hand. I don't know. Norman, Norman Baker, who works on Wendy's show. He was one of the producers. Uh, he's now producer on Sherry's show. He said, my hands look like Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> it was ridiculous, Sherry. I you know, was... I'm going to okay. call Cheryl and tell her if she thinks uh, she's going to take you away from me, she's sadly mistaken. I'm going to let you know this now. <laughs> I can't take it. I can't have it. And I'm a very jealous and territorial person. You are very jealous and territorial, but come on, you're in New York. This is the well, second time you left me. How many times do you think somebody gonna let you just keep leaving them? <laughs> <laughs> you know, friends are whispering in my ear, you know Sherry left you once, remember that, honey. Right over to that dude. She did, and now look at her again. You gonna take her back? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who said that to you? Who said that to you? That sounds like Caroline Ray. <laughs> like Caroline. Caroline did, but you know, Caroline, Sherry is one to leave for a job, honey. Sorry, Kim. I know you're you heartbroken, but. Yeah, I know. That's Caroline Ray. Oh, my Did goodness. You? Well, oh, girl, I, we've been gone. Um, We've been gone a couple weeks. And I want to say thank you to all of the our two funny mamas fans for watching Sherry and for supporting me. You, you don't even know how uh, understand how much I appreciate you because we've been getting really extremely high ratings. High ratings and yeah. I gotta tell you something. Can I tell you something? Something that's unheard of is the ratings my uh, for LA. I went up seven hundred percent over my lead in the show, the news show that leads. LA, good day, LA. No, no, is that on Fox? LA, yes, yeah, good something. LA, yeah, because the girls is girls, and they always say, "Now it's Sherry," and they have all got little itty bitty dresses on. Well, it went up seven hundred percent in the twenty five wow. to fifty four women uh, in that on on Fox in LA, and in New York, it's the number one syndicated talk show in daytime. So in, in Cleveland, in Cleveland, I think I'm number two. I, I, so send me my check. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm splitting it between you and David Arnold because oh, he's from Cleveland too. All right. Okay. That was a good comeback. So to segue into it, we, we weren't doing the show for uh, two weeks. It was a lot going on um, because of the very untimely tragic passing of our friend, your brother from another mother, David Arnold. It, 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 um, it really took everybody by surprise it and it shook. it shook. It shook. It was devastating. And I'm gonna let you take over Kim. No, I was just going to say it, it, it shook the foundation of all of us, you know, let alone his girls and his family, but you know, his ones that are his friends, people his age, it, you know, usually, not usually, but you know, when people get sick, you're kind of, you, you know, okay. But when someone who works out every day, eats right, living their life, and they just fall out, 
and they, they're gone and they are the breadwinner of the family. And it just, it shakes the foundation and it, it shook it for me, but I think for the, for the, uh, comedy community, I think it really shook us because he was on such a trajectory of success. He was on a, the pinnacle of stardom. And that, I think it just took our breath away because he has worked so hard for the last two years, hard, hard work where it paid off. Like he get in your face, let me do this. I got a show, I'm doing it. He did all of this because he didn't have an agent. Let's remember this when he started. He did a lot of this work on his own. So when you see somebody work so hard and is, I'm talking about, on, had a 15 city tour planned, Carnegie Hall in October, two Netflix specials, and uh, just did a movie with Will Packer. There's so many other things. You see that, and he did all that within two years, that he just was on. I think that's what really made us go, if, uh, if that can happen to him, how? how it may just. Mm -hmm. I think it made you go really look at how short life is and it not being promised, but it was so devastating. You are absolutely right, because I remember um, when we talked to each other because you were with David and I couldn't stop crying and you were crying and and it was just like not David. I think that's what everybody was saying. Not David. Not David. Because he, and that's what everybody kept saying, he was right there on the cusp and he had worked so hard. Like you, when people talk about David Arnold, it's nothing fake. It's like they knew he was a hard worker. David was always in the comedy clubs. You talking about a pure stand-up? He was always in the comedy clubs. He was always, if David thought it, he wrote it. David, I remember years ago, we were on the plane going to Essence Festival, Kim, and David was really in an unhappy place. He was, and I'm not saying he was, he was doing well. He was writing for Full House, he, Fuller House. He was a writer, he was a head writer, but he really wanted to be in front of the camera. He really wanted to be, but he was an amazing writer. And I remember him saying, you know, he had had a, a sitcom, that I think BET was supposed to pick up and then they the project fell through and it just was devastating for him. And he was he was really depressed. And I said to him, I said, David, go back to your gift. Like you used to make these videos that was so funny. And Janet Jackson, we had an experience with Janet Jackson on the plane. Her son was crying nonstop. And so David made this video, very simple. And I remember reposting it, but people liked it so much, Kim, and you reposted it. And it started, he started getting more and more followers. And then, and I remember that first video, he said, God damn. And I thought, I said, David, that's like your catchphrase, God damn. I can't even do it the way David does it. And he kept making these videos. He kept getting more followers. More celebrity celebrities were reposting those videos because they were everyday videos that people could relate to. He, he would say, "Remember yeah. Kim? He was saying those videos. Go get yourself something called marriage. It ain't for the week. <laughs> and it ain't for the week. And people picked up on just 
David made regular life. He made it bigger than life, but people related to him as a married man, as a father, his daughters became stars in this video. And then I got to give you your flowers because y'all was so close. And I remember you and David were on the road for two years with your he say, she say comedy tour. And y'all don't even know. Kim, I kept, I would always say to Kim, Kim, why are you doing this tour? It's not like you're making all of this money. You tired all the time. You falling asleep while we're doing Tom Joyner. And you would always say, it's helping David. This is getting David the exposure. And because they, the comedy clubs wouldn't book David to headline. Sure they wouldn't. wouldn't. So Kim feature. They just wouldn't, they didn't know him. They didn't know David and Kim, because Kim is a name. She dedicated two years of her life to going on the road with uh, David mm -hmm. and being tired. She took everybody and they would do a show. Um, Kim would get up. She would go first. David would actually headline, knock it out the park, get on Kim to be better. They had amazing, like y'all. Let me, let me explain to y'all why, because people in the club always wanted to know that. Why is David, I mean, they were looking, I said, because I would tell them after I did my set, I said, because you know me and you don't know him. I said, and I'm the Diana Ross and that's my Michael Jackson. I said, I'm here to introduce you to the funny of David Arnold. And that's how I would bring him up on stage. I said, you don't, I said, you don't know him now, but when you leave, you're going to want to know him more. You're going to want to know him more. And y'all, after David finished, you both oh, would get funny. on stage. You both, Together. that's what inspired me to say, Kim, let us get on stage. But you and David would get on stage and it was he say, she say. And you two were hilarious. And you always, and I remember being, we were in the same town one time and David was always frustrated because he was like, Kim doing this, she ain't coming to breakfast. We've been here 45 minutes to Cracker Barrel. She ain't coming. And I go, no, no, we gotta wait for Kim. Kim ain't coming. And you saunter in uh, 45 minutes later and we had the most fun. And we had so much from fun. Kim doing that for David, the club started booking him on his own as a headliner. And he got a tour together because he wanted a special. So he put his own tour together, was doing these videos, getting followers, more followers, getting branding deals uh, for his videos and his family, writing. And he had all of these dreams. So this is the, the thing that was like going to birth all of the other dreams. And Kim put money behind his first comedy special called Fat Ballerina. If you've never seen it, go see it. They're both yeah. from Cleveland. And so he filmed it. Was it at the Cleveland Improv? Kim? Uh, yep. And it's on net. It was his first Netflix special. Fat and Ballerina. You're one of you're uh, you're named as, I don't know, executive producer, producer on the thing. Uh -huh. you, you, you believed in David so much because we can't get no money out of Kim. She asked 101 million questions when you're trying to borrow money from her. But <laughs> the catering discussion at the live show. When I LA. tell you, when I try, when I ordered the caterer that was too expensive for oh, our funny We ever got our check, but go ahead. Mm. You didn't pick up the check from the laugh factory. I got I gotta see, I gotta ask, I gotta talk to Siobhan, somebody. Edie, Siobhan, somebody. Okay. Okay, somebody didn't embezzle the money by now, Kim. Okay. Kim 
produced David's special and it did extremely well because he then went to Netflix and sold it to Netflix. And then from there, he got his agent, he got his duh, he got another comedy tour together where he went on the road and it was selling out. Then he created That Girl Lele with Will Packer and then stuff just started happening. And everybody yeah, was happy for David because everybody knew how hard David worked. How hard he worked, yeah. It was that nothing simple. Was handed to him. Nothing was handed to him. Nothing. And then he was getting his health together. And remember when David came on in that birthday present, he gave Julie, his wife, a beautiful 30, birthday. I mean, an entire wardrobe for a whole year. All of the designer bags. Remember, we was teasing David because David was making his money, but he was cheap. He was cheap. And David called each of us and said, hey, hey, Sherry, this is David. Uh, it's Julie's birthday. And I and she wants a designer bag. So I, I know you got some in your closet. Can you give me one of your used designer bags? <laughs> and I said, David. Actually, I said N-word. I said N-word. I know you not getting it. Well, you know, it, I don't want it to be used, but I know you got some with the tickets, the tag still attached, Sherry. So stop playing around. No, it was ridiculous. Mm. It was ridiculous. But he, he did. did. He and you laugh. I used to always say, David, I can't stand you, but I love you so much. I can't stand you. I love you. I that is such, I mean, that is so funny. And you know what? I do have to give a, a, a tip and a, bow my hat to Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart always believed in uh, David. So every project and, you know, Kevin put his name behind David. So it was it really pushed him and to get the Netflix special, to get the agents and everything, because he was another believer in David. So yeah. I, I think that. people that, you know, when you came in contact with David, you just believed in him. And then it was so, um, you know, Ju we got to know Julie. We got to know Anna Grace. Yeah. We got to know, is it Ashlyn? Miss Witt? Oh, wow. It was my ringer off? I hope not again. Uh, oh, I'm yeah, looking at the Laugh Factory said they're having a fundraiser this weekend. I'm like, hmm? For what, uh, for David? They must be. They just, uh, sorry. I was like, what? We just, I think we just said their name and, and that's what, uh, they're having a oh, they have a fundraiser for Karen Bass. Okay. They're having a fundraiser to to pay you guys, or what? How's that work? No, for Karen Bass. For Karen Bass. No, I'm, I'm joking. Hey, can she I share something with you? Y'all make sure y'all vote for Karen Bass. Friday at seven. Cherry Kim, you all mm -hmm. uh, were dealing with uh, obviously horrific news. Uh, I want to shout out Key for putting this together. You all have had David on the show. A bunch and he was a big part of it he was always brought up as have have him fill in for sherry you know do all these things everybody always wanted those things so we put together a compilation video of his appearances and i just think this is a wonderful tribute so i wanted to share this because i know you two have been busy your this video of david's appearances is now your second most viewed video on the channel Two hundred thousand, two hundred thousand views and counting lots of great comments i'm going to read a couple if you don't mind 
from Beatrice. I found out about David A. Arnold through his podcast. I could not get enough of him. He was amazing. Sad, but we celebrate his art. He was an amazing man. My condolences to his family and friends. So many great comments from Marie. says, love David Arnold. Takesha, sending his wife, daughters, all my love. I won't go too deep into it, but everybody's saying the same thing. Thanking you all for kind of shining that light. And then him for, you talk about it, Sherry, for stepping up when the light was on him. He delivered every single time. And I think that's just proof to it. So shout out to the Two Funny Mamas fans for all the love you showed David. David, Kim is so good because of David Arnold, because he pushed her so hard. True. To get on that stage and really commit Kim. You could see David's handprint all over your material and your ass where he slapped your butt <laughs> so much to get on that stage and do the act right. Can we acknowledge how funny a call would be from David A. Arnold if he found out that his video was the biggest video on your channel? Oh, <laughs> I can't no. stop hearing that you, in my let head. Let me tell you who arrogant up in heaven right now. Right now. Going, I knew it. I knew it. Chris, I told you. They don't want to give me. They Chris? don't want to give me the props. They don't want to give me credit. They don't want to give me credit. Credits, bitches. Never used to say that. Credits, bitches. When I tell you, um. Dave and David Arnold had a very wicked, wicked sense of humor. And um, and thank you, Chris, for putting up the tribute video because, you know, especially Kim, because that's literally her brother. Absolutely. Um, was just in no place to, to do a podcast. But I went through because I started seeing people text like different encouraging words that David had sent to them on their cell phone, Kim. So I scrolled to all my messages because David would text me late at night. We'd have late night talks and discussions. And the thing I loved about David was he had the most wicked, sinful sense of humor. Don't you agree, Kim? Like oh David could just, he could go there. And so I said, I'm gonna post one of our texts of him encouraging me. I couldn't find one. There was even one text. He was like, Sherry, I'm asleep. Don't bother me with this bullshit. <laughs> and I remember saying, you know what? I can't stand you, David. We was at Martha's Vineyard. And I asked him, I was like, can you come back so we can go grab something? He said, I'm in bed with my wife. I'm not coming out for no hoes. <laughs> and I was like, first of all, I'm not a hoe, David. He said, it's subjective. I'm not coming out for hoes. And he said, don't bother me. I'm in bed with my wife, Jerry. But it was like, he, I, as I scroll through all of David's texts and us just cracking up and laughing, and and when there was one, eh, I'll share it later because it's just, it's so crazy. But I told him, Kim, I said, David, you better be careful because me and Kim will take your wife from you. He laughed (laughs) so hard. I said, you better be careful because he he kept telling me I had osteoporosis. <laughs> and I said, you better watch it. My osteoporosis, me and Kim will come get Julie and have us screaming so loud. Oh. We'll have us screaming so loud. She'll never want to come back to you, David. He said, well, you don't have to worry about that, Cherry, because I'll be right there. <laughs> and when I tell you, and I don't say, and this is in the most loving way, like, that's what I miss about my friend. Those midnight texts where it was just crazy. 
It was foolishness. And David had even said he was going to go on the road with us with two funny mamas. Yes, and we he said we had to go soon because we needed to get him before he really got big and got a big head. Changed his number, right? It changed his number. Because, <laughs> you know, David will tell you in a minute, Ken, when you ask him to help you, you know I'm doing five shows. I'm writing on five shows right now. I've got my show. I'm doing my show with Kevin Hart. I've got, you know, if you know that woman named Lena Waithe. I've got five. I don't have time to... <sighs> Did I ever, did I ever tell you all that he, we had a few discussions about a podcast with him working, he, me and him talking. Here's one of the texts. I explained the process and how this works. Uh, and I said, yeah, we just, you know, we invoice for hours and monthly, not Kim, not a question of, oh, that makes sense. Or yeah, I, I respect the work that you all would be putting in and the stuff that I wouldn't have to do. It was, why would it take hours? And what is the rate? And then <laughs> and he, he's like, I'll get back to you. But he would always laugh about that because he, he was on his game, but he paid attention to stuff. So I, yeah, the guy still, he'll always crack everybody up. Oh no, this is interesting. When we were just talking about that, I was on my Instagram because I had put up that, you know, that video of him, but it's like, over 2,300 something um, comments. So I've been able to go through all the comments, but just, I just scrolled real one. And this one, this was interesting. We said that, and no one has said this, but it's called His Baby Girl LAKF. All people need, all people need is support and someone to believe in them. You were all of that to him. It says, thank you for sacrificing to make sure his gifts and, um, and happy were shared with all of us. Be encouraged by who you were to and for him. Okay. Talk, Sherry. Well, I need you to cry. Um, you were that for David. And, and the one thing that I said to you is David loved you, Kim. He even oh. said it at the end of the video. He said, this one right here, this one right here, we always going to be together. He did. He did. David, David always defended you. He was your protector. No matter how many words y'all had and y'all just had a, y'all knew each other on such a deep level, you and David. And he was truly your brother. And I have to say, he loved you, Kim. Yeah, that was my boy. You knew, you knew how much Kim Whitley meant to David Arnold. And I always said, why y'all never got together? <laughs> He'd have killed you. Kim yeah. told the story. Told David, story. David, I would have, I could have never been Julie. Never. <laughs> we always talked about that. And no, and no, it was no, just no, like no. the love you and David have for each other. You you should have a friendship so strong. You really yeah. should have a friendship so strong like that. And it truly is David, you are have left us physically, but we are so left the comedy community, your family, your friends. It is literally, it's a hole. Yeah. This one hurts. 
it, it leaves a lot of us who don't question going, why? What is the lesson here? You know, I really think one thing it made me look at is what do you do with that dash? The dash between the day you're born and the day you die. But not even that. What do you do every day? Like he did something every day. What do you do? We don't know. You really don't know. And he worked for these last two years to even to get where he is, you know? Hard. He worked hard. Hard. So Unbelievably impressive. I'm sorry to interrupt. It just unbelievably impressive. His yes. family was number one on his mind all the time. His yes. girls, his wife. We want to I remember straight. when David showed us the house. And yes. this was the house. And you knew that was going to be wrecked after the Porsche. You knew that was coming. You knew he showed us the mansion he was going to buy. Yep. And I remember I said, David, the, it's so far out. Who going to come? He said, nobody. I'm not inviting anybody over to my place. <laughs> You're not invited. And I was like, I hate you. I love you so much. I'm coming. But you, even the things that he was going to buy, you wished him well. Because like I said, David always had the reputation of working hard. It was, it, there was one thing he said, I remember it was to Corey Holcomb, I believe, Kim. It, they had words at the Laugh Factory. And Corey wanted to fight David. Oh no! They had a little beef going. They squashed it, but he wants to fight Corey outside. He wants to fight David outside. And David said, "I'm not fighting you. I have a mortgage. I have a wife and kids. I'm not fighting you, Corey." <laughs> it was like literally. I said, right. "Only David could put it that way." Us, how dumb fighting is. I got fighting. bills to pay. Right, I got I'm kids. Fighting you. Nobody's fighting. It. He just, um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we love you, David Arnold. Yeah. We love you, David Arnold. We do. It's, uh, more information to come. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to stream live stream his, uh, service for people to or a celebration of life. Um, and we'll get that information to people. Um, yeah. What do you think David so, up there doing? I can't, girl, that's hard Call to even. Just, no, he, he mad because his kitchen is a mess right now. <laughs> just twice. No, David. <laughs> You don't like everybody in this house. David get irritated. <laughs> if the, if somebody use all the ice, yes, he made somebody now, can eat the kitchen counter. Well, you don't understand. I was over there, and they said, "Yeah, David was mad. Girl, he bought that two thousand, three thousand uh, dollar refrigerator. Girl, guess what? The thing is broken on it. The ice machine. <laughs> what? Let me tell you about David and his ice maker." If I would have known that, I wish I'd have called him and said, I know you over there losing your mind. Now, <laughs> all these people in my house. Yeah. And all the people in his house losing his David mind. David was right very, now. very. That's why we said we couldn't be married to you, David. No. 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 He was too uh, controlling. They were picky. Picky. Too bossy. Too much. Oh, oh I, I can't. The thought of it. 
is 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 scary, but um, you know, I'm I'm just his jokes was so you can remember uh, bits of David's joke. My favorite ones when he said marriage, it ain't for the weak. It's like let the he said let the cage come down, let the death match begin. <laughs> That's how he compared me. He used to do bits that I would be like, I would be at the Laugh Factory or the other comedy clubs, and I just used to love to watch David. And I'd say, David, I'm scared to do this bit. You know, and he'd say, Sherry, you just got to do it. And one time David did some new material, and it was just silence. And I said, David, how do you do it when it's just, they're not laughing? He said, you have to own the silence. He said, just get up there, and own the silence. So he was watching me. I got up on stage. They didn't laugh at nothing. Cause he kept saying, you got to do new material. Didn't laugh at nothing. And I said, David, I'm owning the silence. He said, no, you bombed. <laughs> you bombed. I said, I can't stand you. I love you so much. Ooh, that was the hardest thing to work through them not laughing. He said, you have to remember, Sherry, every time you get on stage, it's going to be more laughter, more laughter. You got to get the courage to work it out. And, and, and one thing he taught me is that when they're silent, they're listening. That's one thing he reminded me that they're listening. And so... Uh, so that is so true. Um, so thank you guys, <clears throat> everybody who uh, our followers who follow Two Funny Mamas for going to David's um, to his net watches Netflix specials. It ain't for the week is his latest one, and also Fat Ballerina. And please support the show that he created and was the head writer for, which is That Girl Lele. Because a lot of stuff is based on his family, and you can see his daughters in in as extras. Uh, I, I believe uh, was it Anna Grace was going to be like a regular. Anna Grace has a reoccurring part on there. A recurring on there. Kim has a recurring on there. And Kim complained the whole time. This year, remember when I didn't say what I had, but remember I had the vid. So I was about to shoot that girl Lele. And I think, and I look at this, how God was probably protecting me because I hadn't spent any time with David. I have not seen David in months. I talked to him, but I hadn't seen him. And I was supposed to go do that girl Lele. And uh, I got something that you can't go to work with. And I had to be at work on Monday. And I called David on Thursday. I was like, uh, Thursday morning, 6 a.m. I was like, ah got this little result. I'm not going to be able to come in. He was like, what? Now they had written, written this whole script. So, you know, table read on Friday, you work on Monday. He said, I swear, David was like, you think you'll be all right by Monday? I said, that's three days. <laughs> he was like, are you sure? And I literally was trying to count. I was like, okay, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I, I said, David, it ain't going to, they're not going to let me he was like, I can't believe this. He said, you sure? I said, yeah. I said, I'm over here. Pro I mean, not only did the test, but I was having problems. And uh, they rewrote it. I think they called me and said, we replaced you with a kangaroo. I said, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they were like, you'll be back on. But uh, I, I don't. I can't imagine going back to that set and he's not there. Because when I tell you, I didn't listen to him on that set. He would tell me, because he's an executive producer. I was like, I'm going to craft services. Kim, if you don't get over here and get in your place, 
Yeah, sure. So, and another person who absolutely called me, I couldn't even talk to her, I haven't talked to her because she was, I was like, Kim Fields. You know, she directed some episodes for me. They were very good friends. Yeah, uh, yeah we should talk about something else. Well, I we mean, just want to say. Yeah, didn't Chris got a video or something, doesn't he, or no? Am I tripping? Uh, well, there was a... Uh, oh, he already played it, okay. So there's it's, a picture. It's, um, I, it's actually on there. If you want to see it, you can go to it. Oh, that's what he's talking about, right, Chris? Yeah, it's on the. It's called "We Love You, David." That's two funny mamas episode number one twenty. It's a compilation of uh, a couple smart aleck videos he sent you all, some highlights, and then uh, both of you both you hosted with him one on one, and then he also stopped by. Uh, there was like a group. It was early in the pandemic whenever everybody stopped by Kim's house. Uh, Kim, if you want to change the subject, I got something for you. Uh, okay, wait. Oh, I know you do. Hold on one second, y'all. Keep talking. Hold let's on. Go. Sorry. Let's uh, let's put Sherry. Let's just go full Sherry. Now, this is what she's used to now, people. She's the star. Oh, jeez. Okay, let's go full Sherry. There are some photos. I don't know how long Kim's going to be. Basically, I wanted to know some more about your show behind the scenes, and I don't know how much time you have, but... Do you have a favorite moment so far? Um, Danny DeVito was coming on. I'm excited. That's incredible. Um, I got to tell you, Kim and I did a, the segment that we did on my opening show. Loved it. It was about my girlfriends. And that was, that was a very highly rated show. You know, everybody was like, oh, you're going to have a big name celebrity. And I said, no, I'm just having my girlfriends. It was Candy Burris and it was Kim. And when I tell you, y'all, we had to go to all of these different, um, we had to go to all of these different like locations in New York. We lost Kim about eight times in three locations. Hmm. Because Kim has ADHD. So she was assigned her own security guard because I told the security guard, you're not going to be able to handle me and Kim. <laughs> so she had her own security guard. That poor security guard started out with black hair and left with gray hair. Trying to corral my girlfriend, Chris, yes. in New York City. She talks to everybody. She takes a picture with everybody. Even though I kept saying, Kim, these people are on the clock. The camera crew, we gotta, we are permitted. We gotta be in this place at this time, or we're going to lose it. Isla would look back and go, "Where is Kim?" Oh no! The security guard was like, "She was right in front of me." When I tell you, Kim, and then we were right by her hotel, so she sends Amy back to the hotel while we working. And then we had to leave because we had to go to the next location. And Kim was like, well, that's okay. I'll stay here. You can't stay here because you in the scene with <laughs> that's me. That's not how it works. That's not how it works, Kim. And she was like, well, I don't leave my friends. And I go, but Kim, you are supposed to be here with me. Amy is a plus one. She can Uber and I'm screaming at her in Times Square. Screaming I saw at the top of my lungs at this girl. I saw Amy. I saw Amy in, in the side shot when you all were running out to those people. Uh, <laughs> I saw Amy. And she was in. She was in the in the in the background when you were running up to the people to do the questions, right? And Amy told her, "Kim, 
don't send me to the hotel because it's going to take too long to get your stuff. And Kim was like, no, 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 no. It's only going to take five minutes. Kim, just because you can see the hotel name doesn't mean it takes five minutes. We're in Times Square. You can see the name, but it's a 15-minute walk. <laughs> you know what you need? You can pop me on the screen, Andy. I don't know if it's easy. Here's what you need. Do you, okay, so when we came to, when we did the show in L.A., right? Kim had the back issue and she had to have the electronic on everywhere we went. So we go out to dinner for my birthday. We go run around. We go to the comedy store. She was limited because she had to have the electronic thing on. So that's what you need. You need, you need to keep her in check. The little taser. That's yeah. A cell. You need to. We finally got that scene done. And then she wanted to come over to my place. I have a brownstone. How is the new place? The new place is amazing. I love it. Uh, I love where I live. It's just, it's quiet. I love it. Um, But I said, Kim, it's late. I'm so tired. I'm only going to be over there for a little bit. That girl left about two in the morning. (laughs) Now I got to do, I got to be at work. Right. So, uh, and she just talking and talking. I said, oh, I love my friends so much. And so I, I asked uh, everybody to really pray for Kim because she's taking on a lot. She's there for Julie. She's there for the kids. Right. She's planning uh, David's memorial because he knew so many people. She's making phone calls. And yet every time I call her, she's available for me. When I call her, because. I gotta. I can't figure out the colors for my dressing room when I call it because I'm frustrated or I'm scared. She walks me through everything. So Kim has been so much to everybody. It's wearing on her. It's yeah. you know she's tired. So say a prayer for Kim Whitley. And this is really difficult for her because she was so close to David. We were all close to David, but Kim was like yeah. they were like blood thicker than water close. Definitely. It's, it's important that she, yeah, she gets the support because she's doing a lot of supporting too. I did a lot of support. I have no idea what, if Kim's coming back or whatever, can you run through some pictures? Let's go full screen with Sherry. Do you want to, Oh, there you are. I have sat here and listened to all the accolades. I want to tell you something because we're going to get on something a little bit more fun. Uh, Jennifer Lewis was on the show today. She was amazing. Did you watch it? Mm -hmm. Did you watch it? Jennifer Mm -hmm. Lewis is absolutely, absolutely amazing. She surprised me at the end with the song that made me cry until she said in the song, I don't I talked to Kim. And I said, (laughs) Kim. Surely she does not mean Kim Whitley as I'm bawling. She said, I talked to Kim, and Kim told me, you got a crush on Cat Williams and Trevor Noah. Mm. I said, in my mind as I'm balling, I said, I'm going to kill that bitch. I couldn't think of, I was probably making her. Then she said, woo woo, I talked to Kim, and Kim said, you've been on sugar for two years. I said, where is this going? Where is this going? She said, but she said, you've been eating Hershey's Kisses. I said, I'm going to kill that bitch as soon as I get off this stage and say goodnight. Thank you for watching, Sherry. I'm going to get that. Oh, I'm going to kill her. 
Okay, in, in my defense, look at you. In my Chris, listen. In Shout my out defense, St. Louis's own Jennifer Lewis. What did you not tell Jennifer Lewis about me? She asked for six things that nobody would know about you, and I. And so I, you go. I'm gonna tell you. You go. I'm gonna tell the most private things. How do you say no to Jennifer Lewis? I was afraid. You just go like this. You go, oh, Jennifer, you break up. Can't talk. And then hit click. I want her to, I want her to autograph her new book for me. <laughs> you traded an autograph for your oh, friend's you, you trust. Tra- you traded me for 30 shekels of silver and an autograph. It's just going to end up in, under her computer desk too, Sherry. And she's going to put it right under her table next to my book permission slips on the floor. <laughs> I saw it in real life. Wait, Sherry, play, let's play the game back. Sherry, I, what, I'm Jennifer Lewis. You tell me six things about Kim that oh, nobody no. knows. Oh, no, no, no. She no, does. you can ask me because no, this is what does. I'm going to tell you. I said one thing about well. Kim. It doesn't matter. You have a thousand more shows to go. You got next year. You got the end of this season. Let me tell you something. When Sherry Shepard get to talking and it's an audience, she don't care what's going to be funny. She be like, ooh, let me tell y'all this. Ooh, you know Kim got three nipples. She don't care. She'll say something crazy. And I'll be sitting at home. I didn't want to Digging in your nose. I did. You did say it. I was like, why would it be such a pretty picture of me sitting up there and then you say digging in my nose? Now, if I was looking like this, you could have said that. But you can't tell. You took me up that beautiful picture and then just took me down because I saw myself digging in my nose. Like I'm doing my- <laughs> now, Kim. <laughs> you can't stand you. I love you. Oh, you get on my nerves. I do. Oh God! Get all so, my nerve. Now, it, let me tell you something. Cat Williams better not call me. I Going King on. So, uh, so I heard I was watching uh, your show, and Jennifer Lewis was talking and singing about you. And Kim Whitley said that you have a crush on me. I think that might be indubitably true. <laughs> indubitably the- true. Uh, Wait a minute. Really- ninety-two big words. Oh, no, I am going to the premiere of Sydney tonight, Oprah Winfrey, executive produced. So, you know, as um, soon as I see Oprah, I'm going to say, look, I love Sherry, but Sherry can't take you from me. You can't be calling Sherry and sending her flowers. You were mine first. Oh, I'm telling Oprah that tonight. You were mine like, first. <laughs> Kim, you're so funny. <laughs> I'm only calling Sherry to give her advice on how to do a talk show. I've told her I'm just giving her advice. I'm always your friend, Kim. You know I always love you. That was. That's what I'm gonna tell her. I'm gonna say I'm gonna tell her. Oh, let me tell you something. So I'm gonna see her tonight. But make sure you all watch Sydney on Apple TV. It's a whole documentary of Sidney Poitier that uh, Reginald Hudlin did with um, with Oprah Winfrey. It is uh, fantastic. Maybe, okay, maybe Oprah will do something with us. Like she called Kim. She texts me. Sure, I don't. I don't think you picked up the vibe in the room. Maybe. Oh, I did. I did. <laughs> maybe downplay the the Oprah. 
Oh you got, my you God. got Kim, you got Kim you got Kim hanging out on the talk. She's got Andre now. She's yeah, oh, Kim you. just doing it. Kim doing it. Kim doing all of these. Yeah, yeah. I I I, I peeped that she overheard. She like throwing it. basketballs with Cheryl Underwood. Here, do you want to see this video of the talk where Kim was on it? Yeah, it's with my dear personal friend from last week, Jerry O'Connell. I tried to throw Sherry. Jerry O'Connell jumped on the show last week. Tried to throw him a curveball. Oh, that's he, right. He he was good. All right, here's Kim on the talk. Jerry. You can also catch Kim on the Emmy winning series, The Bay. We'll be right back. What is that? I don't know what I was doing. What is that? What is, what is all of this? What is your doing? Tripping. Lost I, your and mind. then I made a face. And then, hey, hey uh, Chris, can you send me that clip? Because I want to send that to the executive producer of The Bay. Because he's the only person that's gotten me an Emmy nomination. Uh, on his uh, series, and he's going to do another one. He brought me back. Big Candy's coming back to do one, his 100th episode. So can you send me that clip? So I, I gave him a shout out. Oh, I, um, well, I'm going to submit well, that clip you for you. Send me the clip. See what happens? I'm going to submit what? that clip I to sent you it for to you. Emmy. That face? Oh, huh? You What you say I'm for the Emmy? Clip. Yeah, I'm going to submit it for Emmy nomination so you could do a Sherry Lee Ralph. So you get up there and I already thought about what I would do because I was like, well, sure. How do you top Shirley Ralph? I think if I want an Emmy, I think I would go up there. First of all, I would I would have my Emmy and I think I would hand it off to the girl because you'd be up there holding these heavy statues. You're mm. not free. You got to stand up there like everybody else. I think they would give it to me. I said, no, 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 baby, hold that for me. I got to be free. And I would just get up there and say, Whoa! and I say, mama, Mama, your baby girl has made it! Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Okay, hand me my thank you. And what would you do if they started playing music? Oh, if they start playing the music like uh, 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 Jennifer Coolidge did, she just started dancing. But I think I would first, how do you, I think, how do you, I think I would do something else like Shirley Ralph, but since I can't sing, I think I would go up and be like, life is no crystal stairs. <laughs> James Baldwin? <laughs> Langston Hughes, ain't it? Is it Langston Hughes? Edie, who sings crystal, who does crystal stairs? Langston Hughes or James Baldwin? Life for me ain't been no crystal stairs. Langston it's got tacks and boards ripped up. I think I would do a poem. I would do like a short poem, but I would fix it and at the end, but the stairs led right here to the Academy Awards. Well, son, hey, I'll tell you. Oh, I'm, dang it, I thought you, you were say done. that to Do my it ancestors, to the backs of the slaves that got beat down, that I could be. Oh, really? Langston Hughes, well, son, I'll tell you. Life for me. Life ain't been, ain't been no crystal. Uh, yo behind ain't got enough focus to do that whole poem. I wouldn't do the whole poem, but just enough because then I'm going to have to say, you know, I got to thank these people, these people, that people. And I got so many people because I want to thank the casting directors, the ones that saw my picture and thank you to the casting director that ignored my pictures, nan, 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 nan. And I just want to say thank you, everybody who saw me, people who loaned me money. Thank you. Kim, oh. Kim, do that again, but check your phone twice in the middle of that, please. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for everybody to... Yes, and I appreciate all the producers and the 
<laughs> now that's a realistic view, Sherry. You ain't got no sense. You got no sense. And I'm ending well, this podcast. Great. I got you have a big. Okay, I knew so this was going to happen. Life for me ain't been no crystal stairs. Kim. This had accident and boards torn up in the floor. Because <laughs> oh, you got to, I got to top Shirley Ralph. This yeah, you do got to top Shirley Ralph. And then I will pull off my wig, swing it in the mm. air, mm. hallelujah, and throw it to you in the audience. Boom. Because I know you bring it to me backstage. <laughs> Kim, nope. you're not leaving without telling this story. I mentioned this to you. The elevator story from three weeks ago, you told people you were going to tell it. Oh. You were supposed to tell an elevator story. Oh. <laughs> I got silent. I forgot all about that. Listeners, don't forget. I'm we, we... Okay. <laughs> I'm coming. I got to get ready for this premiere. Okay, just real quick. I was at the Sherry Shepherd show, and I, the sign says only two people on the elevator. <laughs> it is. We got a big budget, but the giant security is really five people <laughs> by themselves. Yeah, but they're huge, so they're not like regular weight people. So the security got on the elevator. Me and Sherry, Amy. I don't know. Something happened to the elevator. It kind of it jerked. We were on the we were on the fourth floor. We had to go to the first floor, and the elevator jerked and went into like a free fall, and then stopped, like jerked it to a stop. Yeah, and baby, it, Kim had been in an elevator accident uh, about a decade ago. That did the same thing, but from like thirty floors. And it and it did the same thing, but it it knocked her to the floor because it went to a halt on the first floor from like the thirtieth floor, and it knocked her to the floor, then went back up and stopped again. So that's a, that's that's PTSD for Kim in an elevator. Like she never talks about it because I didn't even know. And um, so when the elevator did that, my friend became a person I'd never seen in my life. She went into this like catatonic state she was frozen in fear i started i i started crying because i've never seen uh kim in in shock like that and literally she could not she wasn't even present from the terror of the elevator don't even go back to that moment girl and i remember like, i was frozen i couldn't move or something you were, like you 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 were frozen and that's why i was like so scared because I'd never seen you even, you weren't there. You were so in shock and nobody, and Amy was like, stop, okay, let me get her. I'm so glad Amy was there and she had your face in her hands and, um, you know, James, the security was holding you and we managed to walk Kim out of the elevator and sit her down. She was so in shock and it was a terror that was on her face. That's what was so scary. I'm like, this, I don't remember none of this. Yeah, you was. It was the scariest thing I'd ever seen in my life because I was like, "Where's my friend at? What what's going on?" It was so scary, but I didn't know that she had gone through it before. Because normally you get scared, like, "Oh my gosh, okay, who we all right?" It wasn't like that for Kim. It was she just left her body, and it was a terror 
look of terror on her face and she was catatonic. And so she finally came and she was so, like she was shaking. Yeah, I remember I was shaking. She was shaking and I was like, we done paid all this money to bring this girl out. <laughs> we can't, I need this, I need the skit for my show. Oh, He's in a catatonic state. Like literally I was crying because of my friend, but the business boss right. faces on the building who needs this skit she did. for the pr- premiere week is like, okay, we can we get a kangaroo to Kill. replace her? She didn't tell you. She was text. She was texting furiously. She was trying to get a hold of Jack A. As soon as you hilarious. I didn't okay. care, but that's what happened on the elevator. And Kim, she don't. Kim don't like to be, show weakness, so she didn't like that she went to that place. But we understood. And the one like, thing about my friend, like, she got it back together. You got it back together. Show did. I was like, the show got to go on. Let's go. <laughs> I wiped them little tears, baby. I was like, uh, honey, I'd have been like David Arnold. We'd have had a kangaroo right in there next to me doing that damn skit. And with that, she's fine now, everybody. Yes. I got, we I got to go finish. I got some meetings. We I got photo. My sitting there waiting. I got to go. Smile, ladies. Lovely. And um, we just thank you so much, everybody. We will we will get it together in these nef- next few weeks. We'll get it together so we can spotlight, go back to spotlight in our black businesses. We can take comments. Oh, and, yes. uh, oh Sherry. I know I you're everybody- after you, Kim. I want everybody to make sure they watch the Sherry show and spread the word uh, every weekday. Don't just watch it once. Watch it. Turn your TV on if you got to go somewhere. Turn your TV on on her channel and watch that show. It Thank is, you. but it's a Thank very you. good show. She puts a lot of energy. I've done a show like that, so I know what it takes to do that every day to keep a smile on your face when you was just in the back cussing somebody out. Trust me, <laughs> <laughs> honey. Yes. It just does it and walks. But you know, okay, all right. Here we go. <laughs> that's that's the call. Shout out to Andre last week. Filled in last minute. We talked to Kim and Jerry O'Connell briefly, and we looked at some highlights. I just wanted to give Andre some love. Everyone was very thank happy you, to Andre, see Andre, for all your critique and advice. I appreciate it, Andre. Did you hear that? What? Yeah, I heard that. That's cool. Yeah, who prompted it? Oh damn! It? I didn't him, want him to hear it. Tell him who prompted it. Oh God. Okay. Chris. Oh my God. <laughs> we gotta go. <laughs> we get an Andre, Andre sexy. We're gonna give him a woman. Love you, Jesus. Andre. All right. Love you too. Oh, he didn't have to say it back. Don't he hang did. up, Kim. Don't hang up. We'll end it here. Will you pop me on the screen for two seconds? Can I get a picture with my friends I haven't seen in eight years? Oh my God, he's gonna make me late. He, he just wants to show me how long his hair is. Ah, uh, you know, you don't care. This is this is my journey now. This is no longer about you. <laughs> You got to get a rubber band, Chris, and put it up in a ponytail. Right there. Yes, that's what's cute. But down, like a little down till it grows a little longer. Uh, She's got split. Okay, smile. Ew, Andre. Kim, smile. How do you know? Oh, Andre said I should see your. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, terrible. I don't know.
I don't know what's happening. Did we get a picture? I don't know Sorry. either. And Andre, I don't appreciate none of your comments about my hands. One I more. heard you. Oh, oh my you mom texted me about that. That was so funny. All right. Smi- hey, smile. Smile, Kim. <laughs> okay. Hey, good luck tonight. Hope you have fun. All right. Thank y'all. Can't wait to talk to Oprah. Bye, Sherry. <laughs> me too. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective.